not even 39 years old. Your next wife could be incubating right now. <laughs> That's the hard-hitting analysis people tune in for. I mean, wow. That's, that's, no. All right. Counterculture. <laughs> H2Oasis. Oh, gosh. Bloodbot. <laughs> mm. Extreme Teens. It's an X <laughs> and the T is a cross. <laughs> Sold out, except it's S O U L. Oh, yeah. That's good. Okay. Crew 412. Oh, no. <laughs> because, of course, First Timothy 412. <sighs> Regeneration next. Wow. Put that on a t-shirt. Uh, powerhouse. Oh. <laughs> That's my last one. <laughs> I'll give you one more. Impact Teens. One word. <laughs> good. If you, you have found a new calling. <laughs> if you have uh, weird or funny youth group names that can compete with that, please do not hesitate to send them to us. Yes. And you can also use those for your youth group. <laughs> Free of charge. <laughs> There actually is a whole website committed to helping you name your youth group. Because <laughs> after I got through my first three with my own brain, <laughs> I had to go looking. But then I did Powerhouse, which was the name of my middle school youth group. So, yeah. All right. So, uh, <laughs> housekeeping, real quick. Shout out to Kyle. Kyle is the newest m newest member, but also the first member to take advantage of the just the tip jar. <laughs> Congrats, level, Kyle! Level of our of our Patreon. So, shout out to Kyle. Thanks for supporting the podcast. Uh, okay. So, a lot of people getting excited about uh, what we announced last episode we were going to do a it's a wonderful life live tweeting viewing yes. of the movie yes followed immediately by a podcast where we talk about it i'm excited we're, we're, we've heard from several people about this that uh they want to be a part of the live tweeting so hang in there we're going to announce this probably like in the next week or so we got to set the schedule um you know of December's not busy for most people, so really any time we do it should be good. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a stretch to say this will be the most important thing either of us do this December? It's probably going to be the most important thing you do because you're so <laughs> excited about it. Um, <laughs> I'm excited about it, too. <laughs> I'm like pulling from your excitement, though. <laughs> 
I can't believe that I get to watch It's a Wonderful Life with you and the new Star Wars with Danny all in the same month. It's a big month for me. I mean, has any woman ever been so blessed? <laughs> I don't know. It is, I don't it know. Is, it is unclear. I know. Unclear. Also, we got feedback immediately from people saying that movie is not only 90 minutes, which we figured out <laughs> before they let us know. It's two hours and 10 minutes. So. The lesson is always do not trust Matthew. <laughs> Who watched all his movies on, t- on TV with commercials. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just guessing. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta emotionally prepare myself because there's two movies that get to mm. me. There's two movies that get to me and and and, and make me tear up. Mm. Uh, mm. One of them is It's a Wonderful Life, and the other one is Field of Dreams. Mm. I'm not watching that one for you. <laughs> Have you ever seen Field of Dreams? Oh yeah, I've seen it. Okay, it's fine. Yeah, it's, oh, I don't know. It just hit, it hits me just the right way. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, if you need a few minutes when it ends, we can. I'll give you a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I can we pretty are... much guarantee it's not going to make me cry because I have only ever cried in one movie in my whole life. So, oh, okay. Um, God's <laughs> not dead, too. <laughs> no, no, it was Tully, a movie about being a mom. So, yeah, we don't have to go into that today. <laughs> it was a movie of Tully. It's a movie about a lady who gets postpartum psychosis. Okay. And, uh, yeah. I was thinking it was a documentary about Tulian Chavijan. No, and you don't realize it. This is a spoiler alert. You don't realize it until the end that she has psychosis. And then, like, everything comes together. And, yeah, it was pretty impactful. Okay, so, uh, taking everything to a pretty dark place right now. For that, we we thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> I mean, yeah. All right, so we we decided we would do something, uh, do a couple different things. Yes. On this episode, we're gonna try out a couple new segments and watch as they crash to earth, <laughs> no. like the Hindenburg. They're not gonna crash. They're not. It's gonna be great. I mean, mine's not. Yours might. <laughs> okay. So, staying in the youth group, I was going to share with you a huge part of my youth group experience, which was Crossfire. And Crossfire was a separate ministry of our youth group. And we would do outreach events at schools, like at after-school events, even like events after football games, like in school gymnasiums. So the whole point is to have, like, an event that people can come to after school hours and get saved. Outreach, you know, evangelism. So it was started by the youth pastor who was at our church before I was in youth group. Um, And then once I was started coming into youth group, they actually expanded a lot. So, okay, so here's how it worked. There were teams so there was a drama team, uh, like an ensemble singing team, taekwondo, gymnastics, interpretive dance. And then there was also a tech team because somebody had to like plug in microphones and speakers and make everything work, right? So they actually had a team for that. <sighs> oh, yeah. Okay. So, wow. I When I was writing all this out last night, 
I just had all the memories flooding back, and I don't really know how to describe what I was feeling. Okay. <laughs> Can I interrupt you for a quick question? Yes, please ask questions as I go uh, through this. Okay, I'm, I'm slipping back into 16-year-old Matthew mindset, Okay. which is never far away. So I'm thinking, 16-year-old Matthew, I'm a scared homeschooler and youth group. You're on the tech team. Okay, but which team <laughs> Which team is the best for babes? Where are the babes? Probably gymnastics um, or, yeah, maybe drama. And, oh, interpretive dance for sure with all women. I don't know. There's Females. a lot of any time, like, there's movement. <laughs> that might be too much for 16-year-old Matthew. Yeah, and the costumes were not forgiving, so. <laughs> okay. I guess a tech team it is. For... <laughs> well, I mean, if you were on the tech team, you got to, like, watch everything and, yeah. Okay, so uh, I was, so they had all these weird rules when I joined, like, when I became a part of it, like, to be on certain teams, you had to be in high school or in eighth grade or whatever. So I actually started out on the interpretive movement team, which is incredible. Just because I wanted to be a part of it, I wanted to be in Crossfire, and that was basically my only option or Taekwondo. <laughs> so this which is a was Baptist not church with an oh, yeah. interpretive dance team? Oh, yeah. We were, we were hip. So, is this like dance dance or is this like the Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite scene where they're doing... <laughs> So the only song I ever did interpretive dance to was Agnes Day by Michael W. Smith. Okay. Um, so that was very slow and it was like light driven. We held these um, uh, like electric candle things. Uh, but then once I was out of that group, they also did stomp. <laughs> of course. Of course they did. And I honestly feel like I've probably blocked out all memories of watching a bunch of white girls do that because I can't remember it at all. I just know they did that song. I was just probably so embarrassed for them. Okay. Okay. So here, let's go through the show. So the show started out like really lively because you have to get their like kids attention. We're dealing with middle schoolers and high schoolers. So... You have, like, let's say you're looking at the stage, you have, like, gym mats, like, thin gym mats, and then you have behind that this trampoline. I don't know how to describe what kind of trampoline. It's like an angled trampoline that you run up to and jump off of and onto a thicker mat. So people would run and jump and do flips and stuff. And so it would start out with the song, uh, Steve Camp's Follow Me. You know that song? This is what Jesus meant when he said, follow me. And then it would go, I sang for you. You're welcome. You did. I was impressed. <laughs> um, so it would go through that whole song. And this would just mostly be like the Taekwondo and gymnastics teams doing tricks and getting people's attention. I just feel like at any moment, the power team is or a knockoff power team is going to go on stage trying to tear phone books in half. Just wait. Just wait. Okay. Okay. So then it's going to cycle through like... Um, all the different teams doing different things. So like the gymnastics team had another upbeat. Everything they did was upbeat because it's gymnastics. They did a whole set to Greater Love by Out of Eden. Um, I'm not going to sing that song. (laughs) That would be cultural appropriation if you did anyway. (laughs) There was like this funny 
skit by the drama team where they cycled through these popular jingles like that people knew, but they didn't finish them before going into the next one. So it was funny. Like they'd be, I can't remember it now, but it was like the Oscar Mayer Wiener song. And then they would end it. Everyone would be in love with. And then so the next premise would say, your toilet bowl. And like go to the next jingle. And then at some point somebody said diarrhea. I don't know. So that was like the funny skit by the drama team. Okay. And then like, Definitely the highlight for the Taekwondo team is they did a whole fighting type skit thing to Carmen's Bite the Dust. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was so good. And I listened to that whole song last night preparing for this because I... And I definitely remembered it differently. So I was thinking this was a song like Jesus and Satan, but it's like just a regular Christian. Um. So oh, it's, it's Carmen taking out the devil. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that yeah, so they would go through the whole song, and the guy like the 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 Taekwondo people would mouth the words, and then they get to the part where Carmen's like, "You demon of alcoholism," and then like um, <laughs> <laughs> the like different members of the team would be like whatever thing he was talking about alcoholism or what are the other ones. Um, you demon of false religion. Yeah, You've all this on stuff. Mine so simple. Oh yeah, all those, all those people would come up and like the Christian guy would knock them out one by one, and then they go Satan, and it's like click 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 click, bite the dust, and they knock Satan out, and then it's that dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> that song is incredible. Okay, so that was like that was probably the climax of the show for sure. And then finally, because, you know, this is a Christian thing, we have to slow it down and get boring. (laughs) So that's when, like, um, the interpretive dance team would do a slower song. And then um, the vocal team, which I eventually ended up on. The only two songs I can remember doing, I know we did more, but we did God is in Control. Twilight Paris, right? Is that yep. Twilight Paris? Yeah. So that would have been more at the beginning. And then we did Love Song for a Savior. Oh, beautiful song. Okay, question <laughs> about Guys in Control. Did you have to start it lower or could everybody get that high? I don't remember. I was an alto, so I just, I don't remember what, I, I don't feel like it was quite as high, but it she gets really, she gets oh, actually probably so, too high for her own so range. So high. Why, why does she do that? That's another, yeah. A couple painful, like, a couple painful notes in that song where it's like, I agree. Oh, Twilight, you don't need to go that high. Right, but maybe she doesn't have a lower range to work with. Anyways, so then the drama team, they had a skit called The Sin Box. Have you ever seen that skit? Um, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, make Le- your joke. Leave me and Kendra's role plays out of this, please. <laughs> Okay, so there's just the box on the stage that says sin, and then, like, somebody gets stuck in the box, and they're, like, all these people are trying to get get the person out of the box, and then somebody oh, comes along that's Jesus and, like, just easily gets them out of the box and then gets in the box themselves and dies on the cross. Um, Do you know the restraint I'm exercising right now? It's so good. And then there was another skit that I think think was to michael w smith's place in this world but i don't remember the premise of the skit at all 
So, but it was definitely a serious, like, pull at your heartstrings type thing. So then after all of that, (laughs) the youth pastor would get up and talk. And I don't think it was, like, a super long talk. It was mostly just, like, a gospel presentation and then give an invitation at public schools. Of course. Which, I mean, you could definitely not do now, even in an after-school program. At least not in Florida. Maybe other places. You might get away with it in Alabama. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) So, yeah, we would do that. And then every summer we would usually do like an actual trip. So we would go to another city uh, and do a bunch of these performances at different places. So. What was the level of bought in that Teenage Casey possessed for this? Um, gosh, uh, I was all in with this for sure. I think I got pretty put out in my high school years with the trips because (laughs) this is going to sound funny. Like I felt like there was an active, uh, effort to keep Danny and me separated, but, (laughs) but we weren't like inappropriate ever. So like, they would assign people to vans and we could never be in the same van. Um, Stuff like that. It just really bothered me. And I'm sure now looking back, it bothered me because I had like a very limited number of people I wanted to be around. And he was one of them. And it was like, I'm sorry, you can't be in the same group as your boyfriend because of some stupid arbitrary reason. Like you need to, make new friends. It's like, why would I do that? <laughs> hmm. That doesn't sound like Casey. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think at the beginning I was, just, I, I was thinking about this on the, like driving here to this morning. It's actually a really nice idea to have something that, um, like a whole bunch of different type of people can be involved in, you know, Because there's, like, the drama team, so you have your actor-type-driven people and your singers, and the taekwondo team was so serious. Like, oh my goodness, have you been around people who are in martial arts? Like, everything is so serious. (laughs) And then the gymnastics people just want to do flips and stuff. That's what Danny did, by the way, gymnastics. Really? He's so athletic. I mean, it's, yeah. So he would jump and do flips and jump over people and, yeah. And anyways, so I think that that was nice, but it was definitely just like one more thing to do at church that insulated you, except for when you were doing like a specific evangelistic outreach. So, so you yeah. became you became jaded deep into your crossfire <laughs> career, is what, is what you're telling me. Um, I. No, I didn't know any better when I was a part of it. This is all hindsight, obviously. I like to imagine 18-year-old Casey just kind of slumped over the bar (laughs) drinking uh, an RC Cola, trying to talk to somebody. You know, back in the early days, Crossfire, (laughs) it was about the ministry. It wasn't about the brand. So the fun, like the coolest place we ever went, we went to Antigua when I was in like between sixth and seventh grade. So that was amazing. 
No, was that with Cross? Yeah, that was with Crossfire. So, like, during the days, we would help with vacation Bible schools, and then there were a couple performances that they set up. So that was really cool. Um, other than that, most of the places were not that cool. We went to, like, upstate New York one time, and that was a really weird trip. But we did get to see Niagara Falls, so. Yeah. It was just... And Kate Watson saw you perform. I would love that if somebody came out of the out and was like, hey, I remember seeing this group. <laughs> Unless so they blocked you, it out. So what you're saying is, <laughs> is that you and Danny are going to restart Crossfire for adults. Mm. No, we're not. parents doing it. Even though Danny could probably still do a flip on a trampoline, which makes me so mad. <laughs> See, this is useful information because when Danny and I eventually disappear into the woods to find Bigfoot, <laughs> I need to know like what skills he has. And this is, you know, because eventually we'll have to take Bigfoot alive. And if I know that Danny's nimble enough to do flips, that oh, changes the equation. He is. If, yeah, I mean, if he would make any effort with <laughs> being in shape. <laughs> But he's still he's still just really strong and athletic. It's annoying. I, that, um, that's good. That's good. Yeah. We, get, we get two you know vaguely athletic and strong dudes. <laughs> you know, yes. let, let's go. Let's find them. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, that's Crossfire and huge part of my teenage years. And I, s- I still feel like you needed a knockoff power team in there somewhere. Well, I feel like the Carmen Bite the Dust was, like, the closest we got to that. Okay. because Or just the whole Taekwondo team in general. they Because they would do, like, board breaking, and a guy would do a, a thing where he broke concrete. Um, okay, so, so now we're, we're getting close to the power team. Yeah, yeah. There was definitely stuff like that. So... You know, you're just you're just bending some 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 steel rebar away from, <laughs> from 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 getting a cease and desist letter from John Jacobs. <laughs> I don't know who that is. That was the leader of the power team. I think I saw the power team once in middle school. Maybe do they are they the phone book guys? They yeah, that's yeah. Same. But I saw them at school. Did they go to schools? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. There was a, a thing that came out. Oh, I don't remember when it was, but there was a thing that came out of like an expose of the power team was not who they said they were. And they were actually like just a bunch of like really, really oh. they, they weren't they weren't super good Christians, supposedly. So we'll just oh. leave it at that. Well, you know, steroids. I was just going to say, who could, you know, who could, who could have who could have foretold that? <laughs> yeah. So, so, any more questions about Crossfire? I have, I have a ton of questions. I don't know if I can ask them all, though. I will ask a few. Um, how into it was Danny? Um, uh, I don't know. I think he was. Um, I think that he probably did a lot of things in his growing up years that were because his mom wanted him to do them. <laughs> wish i could identify with that so, one so it's like i think he enjoyed it i think he enjoyed the trips and stuff but yeah 
I still can't wrap my head around. It was dancing involved, but it was a Baptist church. Yeah, we were a little bit edgy, I guess. Did not realize the the the, the kind of Baptist I was dealing with on this podcast. <laughs> Sounds a little backslidden to me. Well, you know, don't worry. We had enough other things to feel guilty about. Sounds like someone needs to get reacquainted with the hashtag old paths. <laughs> Hashtag the 15. <laughs> uh, I wonder what the 15 is up to these days. Being mad about something. Yes. I Yes, you're correct. <laughs> That's, <laughs> that is exactly what they're mad about. Or what they're doing. I'm going to be thinking about this for a while. The crossfire. Oh, I wish I could find a video. I'm sure there's a video somewhere. What was the logo like? Oh, it was so early 90s um like uh like somebody scratched it into the paper with all caps and then the this diamond behind it that was a like a fade of neon colors oh beautiful like hot pinks hot greens and then eventually we moved to a more subtle red white and blue color scheme <sighs> <laughs> Was like the 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 best case scenario for Crossfire would would that have been like performing at a Dawson McAllister conference? Um, no. It. What no. was the ceiling? <laughs> I think probably the most exciting thing that like, it seemed to be exciting was when we had a performance after like a high school homecoming football game in their gym or something. Uh huh. And there was a, just a ton of people there. Okay. Why so, I don't know, but <laughs> could you have ever done? Could you have ever performed at an Acquire the Fire conference? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was it was an ordeal. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna probably have more questions about this Good. as we Please go along. Please send them. I I, I do will need... do my best to try and find some. See if I have a, my parents have a VHS somewhere. I need photos. We need photos. I have photos. I just found a photo album today. Okay. At my parents' house with, I can't, I'm not going to be able to tweet them all because I don't, I mean, these are not, I could do a picture of me and Danny, but other than that, (laughs) I'm not just going to share pictures of people without their permission that I know. Obviously, (laughs) if it was a stranger on the internet, I would share it. Hmm. All right. So, are we ready? I'm ready. Real or fake? (laughs) (laughs) Are they real or fake? Oh, it's just so good. Okay, what's the premise of this game? Okay, the premise of this game is uh, I'm going to focus on one individual from Christian Twitter, a a up and coming young evangelist known as Joel Osteen. (laughs) I feel like he's got some potential in the world. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to read you a purported real tweet from Joel Osteen. Okay. And you have to tell me, is it real or is it fake? <laughs> These are all Joel Osteen, supposedly? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're staying on Joel Osteen today. Okay. We shall all not right. venture away from Joel Osteen. Okay. This is good because it lends the game to other people. Perfect. Got it. Oh. 
Mm. <laughs> real All or right. fake? Real or fake? When burdens are realized, they become blessings. Mm, that's real. <laughs> that is fake. <laughs> you made that up. <laughs> you need to just buckle in, Haas. This is this is this game is gonna. <laughs> You made that up? Why don't you start a fake Christian inspiration Twitter? Because one already exists. It's called Stephen Furtick. (laughs) Okay. The nails didn't hold Jesus on the cross. Love held him on the cross. He did it for you. He did it for me. That's fake. (laughs) You made that up. That is real. Oh! All right, I'm 0 for 2. That is from April 2017. Wow. I didn't know he ever talked about Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Okay. (laughs) Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. (sighs) Okay. All right. Congratulations, Kelvin from Georgia, the final winner of the Friday Fun Pack. Thanks so much to all who entered. Hope the new book is a blessing. Real. (laughs) Right? (laughs) What's a Friday fun pack? Can I get one on (laughs) covenantspice.com? I'm pretty sure you could. (laughs) That tweet is real. It is from 2011. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. I think that nothing Joel Osteen would send me would be called a fun pack. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. Okay. Kelvin from Georgia, you whore. (laughs) You have sold your Friday fun pack on Amazon. You are dead to me, you gypsy fiend. (laughs) I'm going to go with fake on that one. Maybe. (laughs) you are correct (laughs) that also is fake (laughs) (laughs) moving on okay John Hagee looks like a boiled ham (laughs) is that it? that's it that is the Um, tweet I think that's fake Probably. Damn, you're getting good at this game, Haas. <laughs> Didn't we already edit out something where you called someone else a boiled ham? <laughs> I recall nothing. For some reason, this one is okay. All right, go on. Moving on. Sometimes when I am afraid, I like to put on a pair of cat ears and turn into Mr. Tabby. <laughs> Mr. Tabby lives in a special place called Cat Town, where he drinks catnip tea with his cat friends, and he is untouched by the mundane concerns of human life. Mm. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to go with fake. You're on a roll. How are you so good at this game? (laughs) What was his name? Mr. Tabby? Yes, Mr. Tabby. Oh. Do you know... (laughs) 
<laughs> my first, well, we can edit this out. My first draft of that one was a special place called Pussy Town. <laughs> That's much better. And then I had to edit that out. I was like, ah. <laughs> I mean, that would have been a dead giveaway that it was. <laughs> That's why I edited it out. That's why I changed it, because it would have been too easy for you. (laughs) Okay. All right, moving on. Okay. FYI, regularly skipping church for your kid to make it to weekend sporting events is also its own form of religious instruction. (laughs) Oh, um, well, I know that's a real tweet, but I don't think Joel Osteen said it. (laughs) (laughs) Am I right? What do You're I win? Correct. You're correct. You win a Friday fun pack. <laughs> oh, I really wanted to win a free pass to skip church. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you finish up there? Were you were you five and two, four and two, something like that? That was really I don't know. good. <laughs> it's really good. You finished strong. What's if like- I went to church three times a week. For 18 years. <laughs> how many times is that? I'm trying to calculate um, how many free passes I get to to average out to once a week by the time I die. <laughs> it's very okay. important. So three times a week for how many years? 18. Three times 52. So 156 times 18. You're at 2,800. Okay. Uh, let's see. Divided by... So, divided 52. by 52, that's 54 years. Yeah. So, I feel like I have earned a few skips. Definitely. You know, if that's how anything worked in the Christian faith, which it doesn't. <laughs> Can we count this podcast as church, seeing as how there are two of us? Oh, yes. Exactly. <laughs> Loophole. And the ministry that it is to people who need to laugh. (laughs) Mostly ourselves. (laughs) I feel like the best jokes are the ones we do just for ourselves. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So I I feel like it's a loophole. We're at what? Well, you've only been partner for, what, like 30 episodes? I don't know. 20? I don't know. A lot. But still... I think it's like 25 because you were there for the 100th episode and you had just become partner. Yeah, yeah. So, a necessary step for me to be able to share the blame with someone. <laughs> exactly. I can't be left holding the bag for <laughs> for all the times that things go wrong. Oh, man. Okay, speaking of needing to laugh, we're both um, grumpy people. in general and uh i first of all i tried to cancel pms i (laughs) i said it out loud i canceled it but unfortunately that did not work so sunday was just not a good day for me and instead of just um ignoring all the things that i was mad at i made a list Because I knew that it was all so dumb, and it would make me laugh later. And then uh, (laughs) Zach recommended, listener, Zach recommended that we make this a segment. So I have a list of stuff that I got mad at. 
And then you also have things that make you mad when you're hungry or just alive. Um, (laughs) So the first thing is that uh, my mom keeps all her clocks fast. And I was driving her van to church on Sunday. And I was by myself with my four kids going early to help with the second graders because Double D needs to put in her time. (laughs) (laughs) Double D's got to earn those skips. teach. (laughs) Exactly. And I look at her clock. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I I, I thought we left on time. And I realized, no, she keeps all her clocks fast because apparently she thinks it's going to, like, help her. But if you know your clock's fast, don't you just do the math in your head and decide, oh, actually, I have this many minutes. The only person it works on is someone who doesn't know that you're keeping the clock fast, like your daughter who's stressed out (laughs) trying to get to church on time. So I got mad about that. I didn't text her, though. So that's something. Um, Every single question that my children asked me made me mad on Sunday. And I don't know if you've ever been around kids, but they, that's all they do. They always ask questions. (laughs) Everything they say is in the form of a question. And I was just in a constant state of anger at their curiosity. And also, I just want to be like, you don't need to know every detail (laughs) of everything all the time. But how do you say that to a (laughs) seven-year-old? Yes, I'm listening. You know, it's just like, is this important to you? Or are you just, yeah, it's sad. Or are they trying to drive you crazy? They definitely weren't. They were just being kids and kids ask questions to learn about the world. And the fact that my kids are asking questions should make me happy. But it didn't. It made me angry. (laughs) Well, you know, that's why I could just never be friends with someone who homeschools their kids. (laughs) There's also four of them. So just, there's so many questions. Hey, Casey, whose fault is that? <laughs> um, Danny's fault. <laughs> okay, speaking of Danny, I also got mad at him on Sunday because he apologized to me for something that wasn't his fault. <laughs> and how dare he be so caring and attempting to be gentle with me on this my worst day of the month by apologizing to me for something that he didn't do how could he not know that wasn't gonna set me off and then he immediately jumped onto a trampoline and black backflipped away from he was actually not in town another reason i was angry in general so yeah i was just like Don't apologize to me. I don't want your pity. (laughs) This is so ridiculous. I'm so glad I made this list. I'm going to do this every month, guys. You're welcome. Okay. And then the last thing, well, that I wrote down, there's definitely more things. Because literally everything made me mad on Sunday. Uh, Reverse hipsters who decide 20 years too late to hate on something that was popular. So we know that, like, the quote-unquote hipster thing is that you you don't like anything popular because you're a hipster and you have to discover you're an early adopter. 
So my example is was friends. And I don't even know why this popped in my head. Nobody tweeted about friends on Sunday. <laughs> I was just driving along and I got mad about this. That people in 2019 are like, Friends was such a bad show. Like, okay, but your opinion doesn't matter anymore because millions of people loved Friends and watched it and it was a successful show at the time. So just find find something else. Find something else to talk about. Also, taste is subjective. So your taste is not so refined that you know all the only best shows to watch. Like, go away <laughs> with the tweets and the think pieces about shows that ended 20 years ago. Counterpoint. Thank you. <laughs> Counterpoint. Our taste is refined because Friends is horrible. And it's not funny. And it's overrated. It was overrated in the 90s. It remains overrated now. It's not but funny. It's just a bunch of good-looking white people matter. snickering <laughs> and doing puns that aren't funny. And it's it's Matthew Perry doing a cut-rate Jerry Seinfeld impersonation. Could I be any more of a Jerry Seinfeld knockoff? <laughs> Yeah, but at least Matthew Perry can make a joke without smirking at himself. <laughs> Anyways. Well, I mean, Matthew I Perry care. wasn't dating a 17-year-old. Yeah. I don't care that people don't like Friends. I don't care that they didn't like it then or they don't like it now. It's just like, can we talk about something that's, like, relevant? <laughs> And yeah, it made me mad on Sunday. <laughs> I like that you're bringing people dumping on friends to me as if that's like a sympathetic it's audience. It's not just friends, though. It's really anything that happened a-, a long time ago that it's just like this. This is my I-, I wanted to tweet on Sunday, but I didn't because generally when I'm feeling like this, I need to not tweet anything <laughs> ever. <laughs> But I wanted to be like, not liking, not liking friends is not a personality. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. At least tag me in that tweet when you send it. <laughs> You're never going to like anything popular, so you don't count. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Anyways, so those are the things I got mad at. And um, yeah, let's hear your list. I'm ready. I- I composed my list on the fly I'm last ready. night. Um, just of random things I get mad about when I'm hungry. <laughs> or as you say, just happen to be alive. <laughs> uh, I get angry when I have to go to the store. Because that's, uh, you know, how dare I have to go to the store to purchase the food <laughs> that I will end up eating. <laughs> I should be above that, I guess. Have you tried uh, grocery pickup? From Walmart. Does your does your Walmart have this? No, that's a new thing that's popular. Therefore, I refuse to engage with it. Matthew. It is the ultimate introvert experience, though. I don't trust you with introvert grocery store takes because you shop at Publix. And I don't shop at Publix There's no self-checkout at the Publix. You have to interact with people. And then you get the weird power play when the bagger grabs your cart and i, I have to go in, i have to go into angry dad voice of <laughs> no i got it <laughs> to scare the the pimple-faced teenager away of like no dude 
I'm a giant man. I don't want you pushing my cart out. So Walmart grocery pickup, you do your order in the app, you schedule your time to pick up, you drive up, they put your groceries in the car, they confirm that it's you, you sign on the phone with your finger, and then you drive away, and you don't have to tip them, you don't have to go inside. It's pretty amazing. It's free. That's the amazing thing. Mm. <laughs> You're tempting me with this, but I know it's popular, so I'm at a good Just try it once. It's not that popular. Like, when I go to pick up, there's nobody in the pickup spots. So, mm. it's actually way more popular to go inside the store. <laughs> mm. See, now, now you're just messing with me. I am. Is it working? <laughs> uh, hold it. I, the, another good thing about the grocery pickup is it helps you stay uh, on budget because you can see what your cart is adding up to as you're shopping instead of getting the checkout and be like, wait, how did I spend $108? <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I came in here to get a boiled ham. <laughs> exactly. So, Okay. So you get mad that you have to go shopping. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm going to make this one vague. Maybe Kendra's just trying to give you the opportunity to get ogled at. Ogled. How do you say that word? Uh, it's pronounced niche. <laughs> if you take a couple kids with you, you're just guaranteed to set some women off. <laughs> yeah, if I have kids. It doesn't work when I'm by myself, though. No, of obviously. course not. Uh, yeah, so other thing I get mad about, how can I phrase this? Um, <laughs> I get <I'm> mad. <laughs> you're, you're, you're enjoying the awkward pause here as I try to I figure am. out how to say this. I am. Um, I get mad when, all right, I'm just going to say, I get mad when I see boobs that, like, when I get mad if it's at a point <laughs> in the day <laughs> and it's like, the all those were not the boobs I wanted to see today. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what was wrong with them? Let's just say, <laughs> let's just say you know I I come into contact with uh, you know women that wear low cut tops and it's not what I want to see and they're past I just, their prime. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's an important detail of this it's, story. It's not my place to judge when a person's prime is or is not. That's true. I'm a little more woke than that, Casey. <laughs> I'm really struggling how to say this because I don't... There's like a 1% chance that somebody might listen to this and know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I have to be kind of vague, but like there's... There's been there's been days where I'll, I'll get mad because I'll come home and I'll tell Kendra, like, the boobs I saw today were not the ones I wanted to see. <laughs> Alabama sounds wild. <laughs> uh, another thing I randomly get mad about is, uh, hey, what the heck is that sound coming out of my minivan? <laughs> this reminds me. I need to ask you, because you have two vans. Yeah. Do you and Kendra always only drive a separate one? Because I will get mad when I get into... We have one van. I'll get mad when I get into our van and be like, Danny is not this much taller than me. Why is the seat this far back? <laughs> because he's and an I athlete and he has to stay limber. <laughs> I can't imagine the experience for you guys. 
Oh, it's like a it's like a thirty second process when I go out to the (laughs) to the van and she's the last one that's driven it and it's like okay. I'm gonna hit the button (laughs) for thirty full seconds. Oh. <laughs> I feel like there was at one point, we, we've had several vans and they all, it's just a never ending process of me, of them breaking and me fixing them. And I think at one point the, the power seat went out oh. and it went out in like the back position. So Kendra had to, <laughs> <laughs> which is actually really fortunate because she can, she can sit on a phone book or whatever, or, you know, tape a, you know, tape a Pringles can to the bottom of her. <laughs> shoe to work the pedals <laughs> but there's no way i could squeeze into the van with with it in the up position <laughs> the pringles <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know why that just yeah we just see you recommending that in the garage <laughs> Now, Kendra, just, ta- just get some duct tape and tape the Pringles can to your shoe. It'll be all right. Oh, man. <laughs> this is why we have a California king. Have you forgotten? <laughs> okay. Oh, man, that got me. <laughs> what else? Uh, you know, that's that's pretty much it. Just, just other than that, it's just the basic... Humankind is a disease and death is the only cure. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, I, I got to press pause on the podcast to go back to you, to you saying that we were both grumpy people. There's really no, there's no conceivable way this podcast should work with two people as introverted as we are. I know. And grumpy. <laughs> One of us should be like the designated, uh, you know, bubbly Happy person. Gross. Gross? Yeah, that's you gross. You immediately said gross <laughs> when you said bubbly happy person. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> I know. It's great. <laughs> oh, my. I just went back to the... to the Oh. <laughs> I just went back to the Mattress Dimensions Wyoming King Google search, and there's a... Waterproof extreme sheets box. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sorry Are about that. Are you sure you're not on Covenant Spice? I'm right now? sure, because Covenant Spice is safe for my eyes. That was not. <laughs> can you can you describe what you saw? Actually, I gotta go back because I'm confused. <laughs> okay, so this doesn't I don't make think any sense. Anybody we're... does it like that. He was like in a he was like in a Indian style. It's like a guy sitting. You look like he was Indian style from the back, but then you see these ladies' legs. But why was he sitting like that? So before the episode started, <laughs> uh, we have a, a, a running topic of, of bed sizes, <laughs> and we were we were just talking about like the different lengths of beds, and. Uh, so that's, that's how we got on this. Yes. I can't find it now, and I'm not going to search waterproof extreme sheets. Did you try Bing? <laughs> no. Wow. Some beds are really expensive, though. Okay. 
<laughs> Anyways, yeah, Indian style sex, I guess. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> well, you know, until I until oh, I see I forgot, that. In... I forgot something that made me mad because it wasn't on my it wasn't on my screenshot. <laughs> this is important. Off the shoulder sweaters. Ladies, what are we doing here? A full sweater, a full sweater, like a cable knit sweater, but it goes off your shoulders. I don't understand the point of this. If it's cold enough, out, maybe it's because I live in Florida. So if it's cold enough outside to wear a sweater, how is it not too cold to have your shoulders out? Because boys want to see that sweet, sweet clavicle. <laughs> I just, a picture came up in my Instagram last night and I was like, wait, how, what? (laughs) It's like a full sweater. Maybe I'm just mad because it is currently 79 degrees outside and I haven't been able to wear a sweater yet this year. (laughs) Off the shoulder or otherwise. (laughs) I thought just the thought of being like hot in a sweater, not like looks hot, but just like warm in a sweater, but still have your shoulders out. So your shoulders are cold. It doesn't make sense to me. And men don't have anything like this, of course. All of their clothes get to be utilitarian. They don't have to dress for attention. We're we're, we're careening into a Casey fashion (laughs) rant. I'm just going to put my seatbelt on and, and let you go. No, that's it. That's all I have to say. Maybe somebody can explain it to me in like, and just tell me why it's, pra- if, if, if it's practical at all in ways that I don't know, or if it's just strictly a fashion thing that you endure for the look of it. Well, listen, I just, I think you're just at a very emotional time right now. <laughs> Please, please mansplain my body to me. I'm ready. Because because you're just feeling a little, just feeling a little vulnerable with, with the news that Keanu Reeves is off the market. Oh yeah, he's way too old for me. This <laughs> is an age appropriate girlfriend that's nine years younger than he is. Yeah, but in when you get to a certain age, I feel like nine years is not too bad. Like yeah, like uh, like like. Uh, Dennis Quaid. No, that's not nine years. That was like, what's his age gap? Like 30 something years? <laughs> I don't remember. So like many years. 65 and 26 or something? No, she's in her 30s. She's in her 30s. Hold on. Now I have to look it up. How do you spell his name? Girlfriend. <laughs> I can't type. Uh, her name's Laura Savoy. What a fancy name. Oh, that picture of them. He looks so smug. Hold on. Oh, she is 26. Oh my gosh, she's 26? I thought she was in her 30s. It's an, it's an old 26. Why would you do that to yourself? She's a hot 26-year-old. She could probably literally get anybody. Oh, gosh. He's not even a hot whatever age he is. He looks just looks old. 
Oh, Casey, age is just a number. True love knows no boundaries. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know, Jerry Seinfeld took a look at them and was like, Dennis, why are you going so old? He's 65. He's my dad's age. Wow. I mean, wow. Yeah, so that's... Wait, so he's 39 years older than her. Did I do that math right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's not... You're not even 39 years old. Your next wife could be incubating right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's the hard-hitting analysis people tune in for. I mean, wow. That's, that's, no. That's, no. So, so you're saying you would not want to date someone. What's 39 plus? 36. 75? 75, yeah. You wouldn't want to date a 75-year-old? No, I would not. Mm. I definitely would not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) how are we going to end this episode (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I think we can just I'll find a spot to end it I honestly though can't wait for you to go back and listen to yourself talking about your boob anger yeah I really like I put it on the list but (laughs) I didn't really I like think through how to say it. When I see boobs. <laughs> because and then I didn't want to stop. Actually the the way I should have said it was I don't know, like I, I get angry and then I come home. I get angry because I think if I die, that will be the last set of boobs I see. Yes. The same as when you pick up old ladies and you're like, if I die, these are the last boobs that I touched. <laughs> That's definitely going to matter to you in heaven. (laughs) I mean, mean, (laughs) boob touching is off limits in heaven. So even though we'll all have perfect bodies, man, what a bummer. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I I come home sometimes and, and just tell Kendra, like, you gotta help me because I don't want that to be the last thing I see. <laughs> that's a that's that's real smooth, Matthew. <laughs> really smooth. Wow. <laughs> well, some of us were just born with the gift of romance. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Please, I might die in my sleep. <laughs> but I mean, I'm going to the store for it. It seems like the least you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Friends was such a bad show.